And you know anything you, can, anything you can do for the boys, the mate. That is that they clearly need some blue eye glasses yeah, for those DM checking. Let me tell you, they mate. They go blind from Woof. masturbating. Like, oh, he's gonna go blind from all them DMs. Jesus, mate, mate. That is it. Would that be? Would that be like the greatest loss in NRL history if if we lose a guy to to DM related eye strain? We are back. Welcome back to Fit and Dribble with your hosts, Matt and Locke. Welcome back, bro. How you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Yeah, nice. Good. Good. I, have, uh, <laughs> I can report I have negative eye strain. Uh, got some new glasses and uh, it feels good. Matt is out here well. appropriating cultures. <laughs> it's not fair. Your boy getting bullied for years for having four eyes, and now everyone's into the blue eyes. Shit. Not into it. Not into it. <laughs> yeah, Move That's like I used to live with. Had a housemate. She used to do like the henna freckles on herself to make herself look freckles. She didn't. Yeah, I was like, I was like, this is not a thing. I was no. like, do you know how many? I Are remember you, you used to get cold little. Show you when you were living this person? No, no, no. Oh, this okay. is. I was uh... say, I thought it was. You would know who it was if it knew. was. No, yeah. no, no. Oh, but really? no, this was uh, this was overseas, and yeah, I was like, this is some horse shit. Yeah, 100%. we co- like, we, my we were out. Are not horse shit. Okay. Fair. They do I'm look quite nice. I do like them. They're not Thanks, bad. Man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, I actually got them from. Uh, well, it's, uh, I mean, it's not sponsored, but we'll do a little plug. Uh, Wittick, who um, they they've actually announced, I think today, that they're partnering with the Penrith Panthers to take away their eye strain as well. Right. And you know anything you can, anything you can do for the, the boys, time. mate. That is that they clearly need some blue eye glasses yeah, for those DM checking. Let me tell you, they say mate. They go blind from masturbating. Like, oh, he's going to go blind from all them DMs. Jesus, mate, mate. That is it. Would that be would that be like the greatest loss in NRL history if if we lose a guy to to DM related eye strain? Yeah, look, it would be it would definitely be up there. It would certainly be up there. Be up there. I would be. Like, uh, I'd be. Yeah. There's, there's, there's nothing quite like it. It'd be like our Len Bias, wouldn't that'd it? That'd be the most. That'd be the 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 most 21st century way to go as well. That's what I love about re- that. Do you reckon if he was gone, they would have like a? If it happened, they'd have a Nathan Cleary around and ever had to play in glasses. <laughs> Could you imagine? You might you actually reckon? get a go at the NRL. Dill Edwards might catch a ball. <laughs> <laughs> might be able I said to see this it. Last week, and I'm saying it again now. You're the worst Panthers fan ever. All Mate, when, when you have to, when you have to sit through the shit that I had to sit through as a Panthers fan, you're allowed to give him some. Bro, I had to sit through the second coming of Lachlan Coote. All right, after the Panthers dropped him, so don't mm. even give me that. You want a premiership with him at fullback? What yeah, are we win? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> when the Panthers win one. Yeah, that's what I fucking thought. Anyway, get to it. Get uh, to it. At us. And, and be sure to at Lachlan uh, at uh, <laughs> Dribble about his uh, Penrith Panthers and their, their upcoming battle, the, the David vs. Goliath. Uh, yeah, so Instagram and Twitter at Fit the Dribble. And uh, feel free to leave voice messages there or hit us up on anchor.fm slash fifth and dribble. Um, Anything, anything you want to plug? Or have I plugged all the holes? Mate, I love it when you plug every hole in sight, mate. Good. It's Good. like reverse Climber. whack-a-mole, mate. I love it. 
Everyone goes like more. I like that. I like that. All right. So, good news, and it's almost breaking. Um, uh, we saw this about 40 minutes ago. Jamal Fogarty looks like he's doing a bit of a bit of a switcheroo. He's going to back out of his deal with the Titans, and he's going to fuck off down to down to Canberra. I cannot think of anything worse than going from the Gold Coast to Canberra permanently. What are your thoughts on this? Oh, they must be paying him a shitload of money. Yeah, fine. Like, and he seemed like such a good fit with that with that Titans unit. Um, mm. it, it probably leads you to think that Justin Holbrook has kind of told him his plans for Brimo at six and Sexton probably to start. Yeah. Um, but still, like to have that extra half is always good. Brimson's you know been injured on and off. He might not work as a six. I don't know why you wouldn't want to keep that. Um, but yeah, very interesting. As you said, breaking. I only saw this probably like you saw it what forty minutes ago. I probably saw it twenty when you put it up. And, yeah, yeah. It's, and I saw it's it. Massive. I mean, like I mean, we were talking about Ash Taylor and Jack White in the halves, but man, this wriggles my pants. Jamal Fogarty and Jack White in the halves, far out. I do like it. I mean, it's a bit of a rough kicking game if those guys are your kickers. I don't but, know. Fogarty's been putting together like six hundred kick meter games the last couple of weeks. Yeah, he's, and then White kicks him out the full six things. times. So. And then Whiten kicks him out in the full six times. <laughs> I remember a Whiten game. I can't remember when this was. It was pretty recent. Um, Whiten kicked him out in the full three times, right, throughout the game. Mm. Three times, which is just unbelievable. Yeah. And then he gets to a um, and he gets a penalty. He doesn't kick it into touch. Shit was unbelievable. <laughs> but um, I mean, that's that's awesome for the Raiders. That's what they needed. And you know what? Like he is still a young guy who can improve Fogarty, but he's also not super young. Yeah. He yeah. still he still got that bit of maturity playing Queensland Cup. He seems like a great team guy. I mean, mm. he was he was the Titans skipper after like half a season. Yeah, yeah. And I think exactly. I think that I think that shows a lot about him, and that's a great pickup for them. As you said, we were talking about you know Ash Taylor or I don't know maybe somehow getting Mitchell Pierce, getting Jamal Tyrone Fogarty, May or someone, Tyrone, not May, Tyrone May, yeah. Tyrone Peachy, someone like that. But, um, you know what I mean? But like, even yeah, just... trying to get Jamal Fogarty, who is a fantastic halfback and is a starting quality halfback, is yeah. That's massive. That I mean that really. <laughs> helps um, Canberra next year um, but what what doesn't help is Ryan James is on the move to Brisbane I mean it doesn't really push the needle all that much getting Jamal Fogarty and losing Ryan James is, is fine to me yeah no that's fine to me as well I think it's just another really good move by Brisbane yeah I've been impressed um, been impressed by Ben Eichen and the guys up there making those recruitment decisions mm-hmm. I mean they've had a bit of a rough week in the media this week uh, poor Brisbane so someone let the boys yeah. out mad Monday on Supervised oh, sure it's, get... it's going to get worse we're going to get to it after the reports today <laughs> but uh, we talked about the MILF out on the town um, out on the town the other day but yeah. I mean that's a great pickup. even if he doesn't play a lot He's he's mm. going to come off the bench. He's going to be a he's going to be a reserve prop, and I think mm-hmm. he's a great picker. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, yeah, percent. I, I mean, think, I think, I, as yeah, you said, it's, it's a bit of it's a bit of old head leadership kind of mentality going in as well, you know. Yeah, and I do think the combination of him, uh, Kurt Capewell, and um, Adam Reynolds is going to be great for that leadership in that squad. And I think yeah. that, that's what they were lacking. They're lacking guys that when it gets tough had kind of been there before and could direct the young boys around and get the most out of them. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Well, um, swapping a football for a basketball just quickly. Uh, Jonathan Clay, 
commonly known as JJ Reddick, uh, has announced his retirement after 15 seasons, um, over 900 games played. For his career, he averaged close to 13 points per game, two rebounds, short king stand-up. I mean, he's not actually short. He's just short for basketball He's like player. four inches taller than you. Yeah, he's still got four inches on me. Uh, two assists <laughs> um, and his shooting splits of 44.5, from three and near 90% from the free throw line. That's... That's gross. But, I mean, a guy that's known for shooting. Yeah, and, and I mean, that, that three-point shot, he could have... If he played, you know, 15, 10, 15 years ago, he probably would be a 40, 50, 90 guy. Yeah. But due career, to the volume yeah. and how much how much the teams he played on leaned on his three-point shooting was unbelievable. Mm. And, I mean, yeah. it's crazy to think how much he's, like... I don't think fallen off is the right word, but how much there was a decline in the last couple of years. And I think oh, that was injury. definitely due to him and, and not liking the situation. I feel like he, was, he hasn't mm. been really happy in his situation down there in New Orleans. And, mm. and yeah, but, but I think I remember, like, we we grew up, we, we both loved the Clippers. We both loved that, yeah. lob, that Lob City Clippers. Don't like them as much oh, now, yeah. but, you know, here's what it is. Um, but, yeah, the, the Lob City Clippers and his addition to that, we you know, everyone kind of thought that was going to be the missing piece. Uh, mm. Back then, he, he could actually kind of defend and keep up and stay in front of guys. His shooting yeah. was unbelievable and he just was, yeah. They didn't quite make it, but he definitely tried his hardest. Yeah, 100%. I was actually listening to his uh, podcast recently and he had Blake on there and they, they thought that they just got complacent. Like, there were plenty of years that they had it, um, especially mm. that uh, that Rockets year that they ended up blowing the 3-1 lead. Mm. But that was because of Chris Paul's injury and Blake's injury eventually as well. But, yeah, yeah. Um, to say without a doubt, uh, JJ's best stretch over seven years was between 2013 and 2020. The man averaged just over 16 points per game, still about two rebounds and two assists a game, but on shooting splits of 46%, 43 from deep, and uh, close to 90, 89.7% from the free throw line. And that's that's disgusting. As you said, he was like, he was the what fourth option on that Clippers yeah. team and, and he was still putting up 16 points per game you know I remember and and Steph Curry is 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 the best at running off ball in my opinion but JJ Redick is right up there with him and the way that he would come off down screens and just throw his body into the ball to then get it up and then get and one plays or, or whatever like his his form is fantastic it's second to none and, and he will sorely be missed I, mean, I will always have a soft spot in my heart for JJ Redick he's the most handsome a man in basketball um, and um, got even more handsome in those Clippers years when he went full Hollywood and got the arm sleeve as well oh stop it kind of like Adam it. Levine yeah yeah man but, um, but yeah it was uh, fantastic to watch his career and um, just one of those underrated shooting guards that everybody wanted at the same time so, yeah I kind of I, I kind of thought we might see him in a Brooklyn jersey yeah. this year He's, yeah. he's, he has a place in Brooklyn. Brooklyn and New York seem to be pretty close to his heart. Mm. Um, I thought we would have seen him there somehow, especially, as you said, with that friendship he's got with Blake. And he's mm. a guy that would have, that Steve Nash would have loved to have in the locker room. And I yeah, think he would have just turned up and done his job. So that's why I do think those injuries were probably a bit more severe than what was realized. Because I think if he had any game, like, any game time in him, I think he probably would be playing with Brooklyn. I don't think I don't think it's a question of game time. I mean, I listened to his. Uh, he did a bit of a retirement speech on his podcast before he took to to took to the socials, and um, and it, he's just an extremely big family man, and he's got two young mm. twins, um, and um, 
he's just ready to be a dad to them. Um, actually, saying that they're twins, I'm not actually sure that they are twins, but they look very, very similar. Allegedly twins. Do. Allegedly twins. Yeah. So he's got allegedly he's got twins. Two young boys, and he's just he's just ready to be a dad to them. And um, he said one of the biggest reasons why he was ready to hang it up is that he wasn't as happy with his performance over the last couple of years of what. Like it wasn't meeting his own standard, so yeah, you're right. It's you know it's a decline, and 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 he's one of the shorter guys. But I mean, he could he could shoot until he's he could just he's run 50. all day, and that was his yeah. big thing. You you would try and put a great perimeter defender on, and he just run all day and tire him out. But I mean, we've only touched on his NBA stuff. Yeah, he was fantastic in college. Oh, and, and he, he had the, he had the best role that fa- it doesn't really happen anymore because college basketball you only stay for a year if that you kind of you don't really go to college you just turn up on game day and you do like yeah I don't know do Spanish or Swahili or whatever the fuck it is they make you do in class <laughs> whatever to get a pass yeah whatever man those pass fail classes um, mm. but I mean the the face of Duke and Duke's still not liked but it's not hated like it was and he's probably the last real hated Hatred Duke guy. guy yeah yeah like. After him, it kind of shifts into this one and done I mean, thing. Grace and Allen. Yeah, actually, that is yeah. a fantastic point. That is a fantastic <laughs> point. But uh, yeah, uh, te- testament to testament to Grace and Allen being able to do it in the one and done age. But I mean, yeah. he's just an, he's just an Audi version of JJ, isn't he? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And I think I mean, you're going to see his career unfold exactly the same. Like he's yeah. going to go, he's going to go six or seven years without you know being the. Well, and I mean, JJ was never the number one guy, but he's, but Grayson's going to go six or seven. I think finding a home in in Milwaukee now he's actually going to have a a, like a really good year Um, Mm. there's a little tip for all you all in in fantasy pick up Grayson Allen because uh, I honestly think he's going to average anywhere between 12 and 17 because um, they need shooters in Milwaukee and uh, and we're going to get to a little bit later in uh, in question time but um, but yeah good shout JJ uh, Grayson Allen sorry it's just a LDJJ and that fantasy tip, first one's free. Next one's going to cost you, boys. Yeah, next one's going to cost you. Yeah, ninety-nine yeah. cents. You know, we're not. Yeah, come on. We're not free. On. Just, we're more like iTunes. We ain't doing this. Hundred um, percent. Also, um, speaking of ninety-nine cents, um, you would <laughs> lose money betting on this man to make a free throw. Uh, ben Simmons uh, is not showing up to training. Uh, even though the 76ers are pleading with him, they're contacting him daily, asking him to turn up. He's refusing. He wants out, and he wants out now. Um, I read the other day there's potential for a Wall and Simmons trade, only because um, you know Houston obviously wants a lot of young pieces, but I don't think Daryl Morey goes for it, only because of the contract of John Wall. But there's supposedly going to be a buyout, so John Wall's going to be sacrificing some money, this, that, or the other. Um, but then on top of this, uh, I did see that the Wolves, Rockets, and Kings are the top three teams to get Simmons and um, the Wolves have come out and said that they're hoping that because Simmons isn't turning up to training it's going to bring his asking price down just a little bit more so that it's just going to force him out a bit more what do you what do you take of this I think the Wolves are full of shit yeah the Wolves wolves I don't know what is doing but I love how like all the time they're like we want Simmons we'll do anything to get Simmons like come here Simmons man like we want you we're going to be such a dominant force in the west and then yeah. Philly's like alright then what, what are you going to give up for him and then they're like Malik we're just playing we're just yeah, yeah we're, we're just playing like yeah. you can have everything except everything that's good yeah like they, they, you know you can anything have everything not named Carl. 
any well they they're not even that they're saying no to D'Lo no yeah. to Ant-Man which yeah, like yeah. I mean if you could I mean I wouldn't flip, give up Anthony Edwards either I'm not gonna lie uh, I'd give up D'Lo but I wouldn't give up uh, yeah Anthony I'd give Edwards, up, up D'Lo but not Ant-Man but yeah <laughs> it's just funny I think and they're sticking around I think they're just trying to like they're kind of like that eBay bidder that's just unbelievably low and will somehow get it yeah <laughs> but I mean they'll just snipe I it mean, at the end yeah I do think that um, it, it would be funny if he ended up in Houston anyway after the Harden trade yeah I think him and Jalen Green would be a good combo. Him and Christian Wood would be a good combo. I do still think, I've been on this since we've started talking about the Simmons trade. I do think this is the most realistic, is the Kings. Yeah, possibly. But I, I think the think... Kings I think the Kings have the most that they could give him. Like I know mm. the Rockets have stuff, but if 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 the trade is called the John Wall for Ben Simmons trade, like fuck that. <laughs> like well, I mean, really? you can convince yourself that it's really the Russell Westbrook for Ben Simmons trade. You just don't get Russell Westbrook because Russell Westbrook was originally traded for John Wall. And then you just get John Wall for forty four million dollars <laughs> a year. Yeah, no thank for you. Forty million dollars a year. <laughs> For his last year, holy Mate, country. I'm Daryl Morey. <laughs> and the choice of John Wall, $40 million a year, just chill at home, man. Yeah. Work from home. Get the Zoom up, work from home. I don't know, mate. Like, that is, that is unreal. Home, bro. I don't care. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> chill at home. Like, I think it's got to be the Kings, really. Like, I mean, yeah. they've got the most that they can give for him. They have a little bit of log jam there at the guard position. Mm. And the thing that I think is going to be the most influential is I think it was, it was hilarious. Like, Ben Simmons, I don't really agree with this whole, like, diva thing that NBA players do where they sign the deal and then they go, all right, trade now, oh, even though they've got three years left. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, if you don't want to play there anymore, shut the fuck up and don't sign the deal like it's yeah. not really that hard like mm. I don't really agree with that but what if, what I think he's done that's funny is he said he wanted to go to the three California teams <laughs> which were Golden State and the two LA teams he's, and he's not going to any of them <laughs> he's not going he's not any, any of them but just the disrespect to the Kings fans they're not even in California to him yeah. and, and I think I think if he does go to Minnesota and then that's like the polar opposite of the literal polar like I see Mate, like, fucking snow everywhere. If I have to choose between Sacramento and minus 30, I am choosing Sacktown. I mean, that's where you and I differ. I, I prefer the cold, but still. Yeah, I've, it is cold and then there's minus 30. <laughs> but it's not cold. That goes past the realm of cold. But, but I, I mean, still walk around I, in shorts. I do, Don't worry about that. Yeah, you would, you weirdo. <laughs> um, but I appreciate him sticking to his word in a weird kind of way. Mm. Yeah, he don't said, cave like, now. It, "Don't cave now and go to he said, trade, he said, "Trade me," and didn't turn yeah. up. And they went, "Oh, he's really not gonna like." Oh, he really turn wants up. to be faded now, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, he's really, he's really, he's really not turned up. But yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the Kings will get him. I think this is gonna drag a lot longer than what people think. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, he dated Kendall, so he's you know he's used to drama. So yeah, <laughs> he's, he's, but, he's um, taking notes. So, uh, was it Kendall or Kylie? I don't know. I can't keep track of Kendall, them. Kendall, I think. I think it was Kendall. Whatever one's with Devin Booker now, I don't know. Oh, bruh. Yeah, Devin Booker. <laughs> I'll be with him too, don't worry about that. Yeah. He's a good-looking rooster. Uh, anyway, so, let's let's pivot back. Um, let's drop the basketballs. Let's pick up the rugby ball again. Um, TC Rabadi has been fined for reckless driving or dangerous operation of a motor vehicle, whatever you want to call it. Uh, cheeky little $500 fine. More and more is coming out of Broncos Mad Monday. What is doing? What do they have against cars at the moment? <laughs> like, between just TC thrashing one on the inside and MILF, like, 
going garbage man on a taxi. <laughs> mate, oh, the G. <laughs> mate, yeah. I don't even know. Like that shit is crazy, man. Yeah, like, man, it's tough. It's weird as the Broncos. Yeah. Like it's weird, man. Like I mean, two. Like the team with the best party is probably still in the finals. Yeah, hundred like, percent. Melbourne. 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 Melbourne um, and the I young think, boys I think, and Penrith. I think the Rabbitohs have a lot of Mad Monday potential. Yeah. <laughs> Cody Walker's known to chest kick a few people in casino. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, Adam Reynolds leaving on the way out might leave him something. I mean, yeah, I, I think they got... Yeah, leave something behind him. Yeah, always a liability on a night out. Like, I think I think, I think the Rabbits have a sneaky Mad Monday potential there. But, I mean, it's just weird that it's... That's the Broncos, like... Yeah. I mean, of course it is because they're open, I guess. That's is all like, I can really think. Is it the early 2000s again? Because I feel like well, the Broncos haven't partied this hard since the Premiership. All I could think, it's like, it was probably going to be a Queensland team because Queensland's still open. And I assume the rest mm. of the players... Actually, I don't even know if you'd go home. You'd just wait, wouldn't you? No, nah, you'd just chill around. You'd, you'd just be, wait up there. But yeah. I mean, like the other Queensland teams, the Titans probably had a lot, uh, are probably sneaking under the radar here. Yeah, but... Uh, from what I've uh, read in Jonathan Thurston's book, Mel Meninga is very good at uh, covering that shit up. Yeah, so, I would imagine so. Yeah, he just stands so, in front of it, covers yeah. everything up. <laughs> and I mean, the, I mean, the you third, the baby, the, ba- the baby brother of the Queensland trifecta has got nothing to celebrate except not winning the spoon. Actually, you know they can have a welcoming party for uh, your boy Chad Townsend. <laughs> <laughs> we have the most recent premiership of all the Queensland teams. Okay, don't don't at me. Okay, you leave us the fuck alone. You fucking right. chill down there in 2003, you peasant. Um, but um, speaking of 2003, though, yeah, the mighty Penrith Panthers finally hit back. Yeah, I mean, I prefer this. I prefer this kind of. I don't. If this is mind games, this is some weak mind games. Yeah. But this mind game stuff, I prefer it when it's not my team because it's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> Especially when you go in at two of the best. Right, it reminds me of... Um, what's the kid's name in Recess that, that dobs on him all the time? Ralph or whatever? Oh, like, Randall. It feels, like, it feels like the Panthers are just Randall, there and yeah. Like, mate, ah, like, Jared Sutton, yeah, he can't, he can't with Melbourne, yeah. You know, like, it's yeah, just Yeah, well, just I mean, shit. it's just... It's just it's... chat. And all of the stemming from the grand final last year, like... Okay, let it go. I think... You also lost that I game. I do think one of the Sutton brothers works for the Storm too, just quietly. Yeah, but cool. They have them. a former ref on there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So just, yeah, just putting still, it out there. Like it's, it but is what it mind is. games. Like... Mind games. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, it is what it is. Not like, like I mean, those mind games, but. Oh, mate, that's the thing. Don't go after Wayne. Don't go after Bellamy. Like, yeah. I don't know what you're doing. At least it's so. At least it's like, it's trying to do something. But I think like mm. just read the room. I think Brian Fletcher, the um, the Penrith CEO, he doesn't really know who when to shut the fuck up yeah like there's been a few times lately that he should just be quiet yeah and then they all him and Ivan come out and do this and I get it because they're trying to take the pressure off the young guys yeah 100% because they're, they, they're that, that camp would just be so tight this week yeah especially we've seen the injuries um you know, like like a few a few of the guys are in doubt, even though I don't think it is. Yeah. Like Kickout to um and Mitch Kenny. Yeah. They're all kind of still walking around with either limps or moon boots or reported this week too that uh Dill Edwards hasn't taken to a full week of training either. So Yeah, I do I do think Dill's had something up since the injury. I don't mm. think he's been training full time since he picked up that injury where Crichton spent a few weeks at the back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I do think it's one of those things I mean this is what comes with being one of the teams that finish higher 
far up the ladder. Mm. Where if you were lower on the ladder, you'd probably just finish off the season a couple of weeks early for some of these boys. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's what it comes down to. Like, honestly, I'd probably rather deal Edwards at the back and play our full strength squad. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I, I think even if they were struggling to kind of go about, they'd get played. Mm. I was surprised yeah. Toto was out in an elimination game. That scares me for this week because he yeah. must have been quite banged up for last week. Well, he was in a moon boot earlier in the week and then participated in practice yesterday. Yeah, I, I, had, I, heard, so. I heard that Penrith were pretty confident about getting the win and thought they could rest Toto. I do not know why they thought that. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, hopefully he can come out and have a big game. But, I mean, Stor- the Storm are just too good. They'll probably be able to find a way to negate him and Cleary. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, speaking of the to- storm being too good, um, not only on the field but off the field, they gave uh, they give them free season tickets to season ticket holders for the 2020-2021 season. How how nice is that? I mean, that's good stuff. I mean, all three of those people are probably going to enjoy it next year. <laughs> like <laughs> one of the most driving fan bases. I doubt that shit. Up. I doubt that. <laughs> are you kidding me? Twelve year, twelve year old who, twelve year olds who call them the Storms isn't a driving fan base, mate. What? Don't bring Billy Slater into this. Right? You just need to leave it alone. <laughs> you just need to. Oh my god. But I mean, it, 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 in all jokes aside, it is it is nice. Like, it'd be nice if a few more clubs did this. Like, it'd be such a shame buying a membership. Mm. And like, ne- like obviously, I've been away the last couple of years, but our plan is to buy, try and buy a Penrith membership next year. But now they're good, so it's going to be hard. Oh, good luck. You're going to be on the wait list for 10 years. I know. I Maybe know. Maybe so, retire before you get season nah, membership I think, tickets. I, I, think, I think a few people will uh, drop off the list. I don't know. Mm. We'll see. I don't know, mm. but I mean, it's it's good good for them. They haven't been able to play at home like a lot of teams. I mean, they they really they really embrace a home that doesn't really embrace them. Mm. Yeah, which is what it is. It's nice. Like it's good to see they don't. But I mean, they they're, not to... they're, a, they're an NRL team in an AFL town. You know, like it's just, yeah, it's I tough. know. And and they try and do it. I'm sure there's a lot of I'm sure there's a lot of leagueies. Like if we were from Melbourne, we'd love them because you know they represent where you, where you're from and things mm. like that. But mm. yeah. But we're I not, mean, so fuck them. Um, well, I mean, so, you're not from North Queensland, but you know. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, talking about uh, representing who you love, Cleary, Walker, Trebojevic, Haas, and Tedesco are all named finalists for the player champion. Uh, it's got to be Turbo. Like, are we even... Is this even a discussion? Yeah, I think I think Turbo's going to have a clean sweep at the... Um, at the Dally M's this year. Mm, yeah, and I mean, we saw that top five announcement and like, I'm here, I heard on the radio today someone say, oh, will Turbo be able to upset Cleary? Like, it's one point. It's one yeah. point from round 19. Yeah, 100. So, I think he's going to be all right. I mean, and, and that's when he abs- really turned it on. Like he's, and, he was he was on like two or three tries a and, game. And it, it was also when the narrative was really strong. Yeah. Where yeah. if they were having a good game, Turbo was probably going to get at least two points. Yeah. Yeah. So for I mean, sure. he he's going to sweep it. Um, and I mean, the Dally M's over two nights is dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't, I, know, I don't I, know what they're thinking, but the more trying to get more money. I try. I think they just thought. I think someone has come in with the buzzwords. People are craving content at the moment. They're stuck at home. What else are they gonna do? Not yeah. gonna watch the Dally M's. Well, didn't they have the first one on the on the same night as the AFL, and oh, like they just lost you know, all the viewership? Like people rather watch the, the aerial ping pong than than an award show. I mean, I would pro- I would probably watch a Giants game over the like. 
the first night of the award show where they don't even do the actual player awards. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, give us the player awards. Yeah, like, what is that? It's just just an excuse for the big boys to go out there and have a couple champers on the credit card. But, (laughs) I mean, mean, Turbo's going to clean sweep the awards. It's going to be a historic year. And I think you... What I don't want to see, and I have a feeling it's going to happen, mm. if if Manly can get up this week and they and they make it into the grand final, unless they lose by fifty and Tommy is really shut out, he's probably got that Clive Churchill like like locked. Yeah. Like like if, if Manly make the grand final, him on the to win the Clive Churchill paying like a dollar one. Yeah, ninety nine cents. Because yeah. they'll do it. Yeah, they'll do it to cap off his ex- historic run. Yeah, he's done this. He's done that. Can he finish it with a climb? Be, yeah, you know, yeah. I do the, think the, the only one to win a climb. And yeah, and oh, Andy won a Clive Churchill in a losing mm-hmm. side, like mm-hmm. which has actually like happened a few times. But yeah, yeah I mean, it's like uh, it's like when. Slater got players player in his last origin or whatever. Yeah, and he played two two games. Yeah, yeah. That was, and played like in a losing in a, in a losing series, I think yeah, too. Yeah, losing series exactly. Um, that was it. Use need, use that, need think, to cut it out. Use <laughs> need to cut it. Use need think, to cut it out. I think that was the year that uh, use took it off uh, Tedesco. I think Tedesco yeah, had a blinder that year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, on to the next bit of business. Uh, what the fuck, Michael Maguire is uh, still the the coach at uh, the West Tigers absolute backflip he, he, he kicked the door in at the uh, didn't actually kick the door in I'm, uh, it's hyperbole guys relax but he kicked the door in at the uh, at the board members and, and CEO meeting gave the pitch of a lifetime and is named the head coach for next year what two takeaways one must have been a good fucking pitch oh, hell yeah <laughs> two we don't need your help Tigers looking like idiots <laughs> We don't need your help being wrong. We're going to do, do that yourself, most of the okay. time, anytime. Yeah. My God, we were here the other day talking about he's gone, he's gone. How good is he? Is he straight finessing? Yeah. And then... Uh, he finessed himself. Mate, finessed himself. Yeah. All he had to do was... All he had to do was stay at home and sink some beers and he gets a call saying, look, mate, unfortunately, we're going to have to pay you three quarters of a million dollars and you don't have to turn up for work on Monday. <laughs> Like, oh my God, what a shame! But who is uh, who's Ben Simmons' agent? Because he needs to get on the phone. He to needs Madge. to get. My God, unbelievable! Like new, new support. Do you man. do you reckon it's one of those things where he wakes up and he just thinks, "What have I done?" Yeah, it's like a. Do you know where it's like you have that next to a three, and you just don't you know whether to chew that. your arm off or what? You just like Go I don't know. Go four twenty-seven hours and cut that thing with a butter knife, like. Like, oh, you would be, and you know what the funny thing is? He'll probably get sacked next year, and there'll probably be a clause in his contract saying he gets like half the payout or something after yeah, that so year. Yeah, seven hundred and fifty k. Yeah, yeah, I mean he's gone anyway. They're probably they're my favorite I mean, for the wooden spoon next year. Yeah, they're predicted to be shit anyway. So really, will he go? Or will they just see the year out with him? I think they'll go. I think I think you'll get to the end of the year and they'll they'll sack him. I think if they really are last and it looks like they're a chance for a spoon, I think they'll get rid of him. Yeah. I do think that's what they'll do just because they'll think that the, the Tigers think they're some elite like club that has yeah. a lot of history. Yeah. And I mean, yep, I know that Balmain has a bit of history and has been pretty successful not long before the merger. Mm. And I know that the Magpies have a long history of being shit. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, they're historic franchises. But the West Tigers themselves are not a historic franchise. No. Nah. And nah. it's like they carry themselves with this weight that, well, we have to be better. We have to do this. We have to do that, mate. You just have to fucking make the finals. But the thing, the thing that like, 
solidifies that even more is that Benji Marshall is more historic than the West Tigers. You know what I mean? Oh, like, no. like when it's all said and done, we're not going to remember the early two thousands Tigers. We're going to remember. Well, if we Benji. do, it it'll be it'll be prefixed and suffixed by Benji Marshall and Brett Hodgson and 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 all of those Scotty Prince, all of those boys, Pat Richards. You know, it's not. Yeah. It's not the West Tigers. I mean, those those uniforms though, they were a fucking eyesore. But other than mm. that, like it's yeah, it's ridiculous. Another eyesore is uh, it's kind of good. The Cowboys were featured in the try of the year. <laughs> How good. You love to see it. But it was the one that we gave up on the Hooter to Ruben Garrick for 110 metres that then went yeah. on to Tommy, went on to DCE, and it was just, it was on for young and old, mate. It was, fuck. Well, I, didn't was th- I didn't think this should have been try of the year. Nah, I, and, and uh, I, I, don't, think, I, think I don't agree with it either. They, I think they some did of those a really like good... early kick ones, like the the third tackle kick options, like to add a car and stuff like that, where you just go screaming right. down the sideline. The try of the year was the one Lumi against. Uh, yeah, the Lumi Lumi try. <laughs> that was the. Try. How is that not the try of the year? I don't know no, if you don't right, count that was the finals. Of the year. Man, man, right, man, 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 but man. I mean, it's also a case of like it was on the Hooter. If mm. you zoom out of that close shot they use on it, they did a really good shot of not a really good job of not doing any wide shots. Really. Yeah. Um, all the Cowboys guys are down on their haunches. They're not chasing. The game is over. Yeah, they lost by what forty points. Like, why are you why are you going to chase? Like, he's done forty points. Like, yeah, yeah. The closest the guy, the guy who's probably closest to trying to stop it was that dude who lost that giant multi, that seven yeah. K multi on it. He he was probably more of a chance to run on the field and stop Tommy <laughs> and drop him just what pa. Do, yeah. do you reckon your bet would get? Do you reckon your bet would get avoided? Do you reckon nah. they wouldn't pay nah, that out? He's still in the passage of play. No, 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 but what happens? You, you got, you say you're in the stands, right? Mm. And you have a giant bet on this multi, say for the unders. Oh, and okay. so, someone makes going. a break and you yeah. just come out there and you somehow, I don't know, say, say it's someone's shit, I don't know. And mm. then you get out there and you just, you just tackle them. Okay, you just well, stop let's them. Start, I reckon, idea time. Let's start a GoFundMe to pay one of us to do that, to cover our cover our um, fees to cover to cover what we'll get fined mm-hmm. granted we'll never see another football game live again but um, let's do it I reckon we do it why not we do it we do it at some stadium we don't care about yeah like we're fucking the Sharks or Dragons play yeah <laughs> like we'll go go to whatever backyard they play yeah, in yeah we'll go there yeah exactly whoever's, whoever's house they play out the front I'm, we'll I'm, go having to there. A, I'm having to take Manly I mean fuck Manly I mean we, uh, I, don't mind, I don't mind Lotto Land I don't mind However, that stadium I would not want right. to uh, run into a full steam ahead uh, Jason Saab or Tom Travojevic so I have to send you out for that one <sighs> yeah I don't know I don't reckon Saab's <laughs> got anything about him bruh giraffe on giraffe yeah I don't reckon Saab's got anything about him I reckon I could take him no, I don't reckon you could. I, I don't reckon I'd catch him, but I reckon right. if I could, if he was running towards, if he was, if he was running, if he was running towards me, maybe, but I wouldn't be able to catch him. Nah, nah, no way. You would get flattened. I reckon Turbo would just us me into another dimension. <laughs> but I reckon, I reckon Sam, man, I he gets, he gets caught. Yeah, no, he does, he does get a the old palmy to the chest every now and then mate um, he does he's a pub menu he always loves a palmy bro he's <laughs> he's about it yeah all right I don't well, know, but uh, also if anyone that knows anything about sports betting let us know if if our if our bet would be void because yeah, I, I mean if we could make a lot of money off andy. this yeah we could we could we yeah. definitely could i should call andy should, uh, I mean, I'm how sure, many sure how many stadiums know. they use? They use probably like I know people play regional. That's what twenty stadiums a year. We can get banned twenty times. Oh, you know what we could do? We could go out to my family in Bathurst, and we we'll just get banned from Bathurst. 
Except that's Mate, probably mean, going to be a Panthers game. So we'll just have to tackle the other team. Maybe the other team. Yeah, I'm, not ta- I'm not tackling anyone on that Panthers team. <laughs> Actually, give, give me Charlie Stades. I can handle a small winger. <laughs> give, me a, give me a small winger. Give me Charlie Stades out here. Uh, no, nah, I want Critter at you. Full pace. Oh, Critter or Critter at you. Full Mate. pace. <laughs> Could you Mate. imagine? You'll be taking me... You'll be like Looney Tunes. You'll just be a pancake You'll be taking floor. me down. You'll be taking me back home to Sydney in an urn, right? <laughs> <laughs> There's bits of grass in there too. Um, all right, well, uh, talking about the awards before, uh, Coach of the Year looks to be uh, so the five guys that have been, you know, it's, it's the top five teams. Are we are we all that surprised? Uh, Wayno, Trent Robinson, Bellyache, Desi, and Ivan Cleary. Who do you reckon takes Coach of the Year? I think Trent. Ro- we talked about this the other week. Mm. I think Trent Robinson is the coach of the year. I don't know if he wins coach of the year, though. Yeah. Yep. I think Wayno might win it, mm. purely because it's his last year with the Rabbits. Mm. And obviously, like, taking the year off next year, I think I think he might be a good shot, just because the amount of respect everyone has for him. Mm. And that can be said the same about Bellyache. But he won it last year, and kind of what they do, like... Nah, see, for me, for me, Bellyache is the... He's a clear, clear winner. You know, 19 wins in the middle of the season. Um, mm. They've also had not as much as the Roosters, but they've also had some some pretty big injury adversity. Um, mm, I don't know about that. Get, he'll get a lot of a lot of credit for the growth of Nico Hines um, and and the development of, of players to that nature. Um, I just think, yeah, I think it's got to be Bellyache. Not only that, but the minor premiership plus 4.99 in point differential. What what more do you need me to say? Yeah, it'd just be boring if he wins. I like these narrative. I kind of like the narrative-driven ones sometimes. Yeah, I know I talked about boring, how shitty but... voter fatigue is, but yeah, he is he is the best coach this year. I mean, clearly on there, I don't think Ivan is that good of a coach. I think I think I he's think probably a got a lot of what's around him. You know, I think he, I think he's not a bad coach. Mm. I mean, he he I'm, yeah, he is a good coach, but I don't think he's on that level. Mm. And I think it is helped that he's got that chemistry with his obviously with his son and with the guys who are friends with his son. Yeah. I think it'll be a different story if he didn't have that already. Um, yeah. And I mean, as much as we joke about the boys from out west, Penrith is a pretty like well-behaved team off the field. Obviously, there was the Tyrone May stuff and the, and the thing a few years ago, mm. um, and then obviously the Cleary TikTok. Yeah, but I mean, like, compared Rough. to what like the milfs out there doing, like compared to what um, Adam Elliott's out there doing, like, mm. it's, and they're not selling speakers on eBay, so I mean, yeah. they got that going for him. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, I think you just got. To, I think you are right. He's, he has a good team around him, and he's a good coach. But I don't think he's on that level of those other coaches. He sucks mm. at mind games too. Yeah, shitty at mind. <laughs> sucks at mind games. Horrendous Keep mind games. Um, but um, yeah, a, a lot of respect. To this next headline, the the hectic cheese. I think he's doing this the right way. He's gonna. He said that he's gonna sort his contract in the off season, but it's gonna be virtually impossible for him to be pried away from the storm. So it looks like the experience of of hectic cheese and Harry Grant is gonna continue. Um, so Melbourne is just gonna continue to be dominant. There's not much more to say on this headline. No, I, not really. I mean, I, I, I do agree. I do think it's a good way for him to do it in the off-season. I think what one of the grossest things that Rugby League kind of does is the the, the November cut-off. Mm. Like, the November you can start talking. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the guy we've talked about a bit off offline is Kikau. Like, Kikau's yeah. a free agent from November. Mm. Like, he can start talking to other people in November. Mm. I don't like... The, I, I never really liked the idea of guys 
playing a season for a club knowing they're not coming back. And I know that you want to get them to like, you want them to secure their future. You want them to get the money that they're worth. Yeah. But I don't know. They need to figure something out with a signing deal. And yeah, you don't have to wait till the off season to sign, like say the NBA. It's a different sports, different environment. Like it just mm. is different. But there's got to be something there. Maybe a mid-season thing. It's just strange, like having a guy like Burton and Nato Carr, where you know they're gone next year. Yeah, yeah. But it also like it's good for the fans because it gives them a little bit of like anticipation for what's going to happen mm. in the next yeah, year. Yeah, I mean that is true. Like like dogs fans, I'm sure watched. Matt Dufty, um, Adokar, mm. Burden, TPJ. I'm sure they're watching them all as if they're like Bulldogs players almost now. Not only that, but like they're watching their own team and, and piecing together, oh, this is going to work really well with this guy. And, yeah. and you know, Burden's going to come in here and we're not going to have to deal with Lockheed yeah. Lewis trying to choke slam Cody Walker, you know, it's or sell fucking speakers and, and lose his job. <laughs> N- NBA's bad boy, Lockheed <laughs> Lewis. <laughs> but um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I do agree. I think as long as he stays there, um, Melbourne is going to be pretty dominant I don't know I have a weird feeling that one of them probably ends up leaving pretty soon I don't really have anything on that I've just got just looking into the balls like just crystal brains just deep down in those balls just having a stare and and I don't think they're both going to be there what you're doing on a Friday night I'm asking you know know, you were there Um, but I do also think (laughs) my my little bit of a hot take is I think cheese while different to Harry Grant might be better Mm-hmm. Yeah, might possibly. be better. I mean, the, uh, he's got the he's got the whole wombat stature going for I him. Think I think he, well, I, I think don't think Harry he Grant does anymore. More... I don't think he, do, he. If you look at him now, I think that's what was slowing him down. He was thick. He was thick to play lock, and he was thick to play off the bench as an extra forward. Mm. But since he started, he looks skinny. He's mm. he's got the teeth done. <laughs> and he's looking skinny. He's got the yeah. veneers. And he, he looks in really good shape. He, he said that he dropped about 5 to 10 kilos to get down to hooker playing weight. Yeah. And I think that's really helped him. That's given him that explosiveness close he to the line to score those trucks. like, hotel quarantine just on the bike every day, wasn't he? he was yeah, he like, was. Yeah, he was and that like was the thing. He was a day or something, wasn't and it? And I think that's, that's what's made the difference. And I mm. think when he's had the ability to, to train as just a hooker and to prepare his game as just a hooker, he's gone up a level. Mm, yeah, for and sure. I mean, if I was choosing out of the two, I mean, my first choice is probably the cheese. If mm. I had to choose, if I was a club and I could have either one, mm. I'd probably choose the cheese. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think you might be played with a little bit of recency bias, my friend. Like Harry Grant's been in and out of injury with injury all year. Um, like well, that's little, also another thing. He, he like the fact that the cheese things. is always pretty healthy unless he gets his face bashed in. <laughs> like that's the only time he misses games really when he's had his like head stomped. Yeah, true. But I mean, you ha- saw the you saw the emergence of Grant last year. Uh, if he can put another season like that together with the cheese. Stop it! Forget about yeah. it. Yeah, you know I mean, but when he when he does, then that's a different thing. But yeah. until he does, yeah, until then, yeah, I you mean, can so, fucking some, leave your hot take to yourself. So, sometimes availability is the best ability. Yeah, hundred percent. Put All that right, shit well, on a shirt. We're talking about <laughs> talking about availability. Uh, we got two games available this weekend. Um, as I said last last episode, with two or less for the rest of the year. Um, it, it, it's come out that, uh, and we'll touch on rabbits and manly first, but it's come out that the trolls pretending to be Tommy in practice, and they're they're practicing do- doubling him and and all that kind of stuff. So trying to shut him down, trying to be like the Newcastle Knights and the Melbourne Storm and shut down Trevojevic, huh? Mate, they need they need to call up the Knights boys. How'd you do it? How'd you do it, boys? How'd you shut him down? Well, the key was we played him the, the couple of days. We played him the day Origin teams were selected. He didn't want to get injured. 
<laughs> oh, fuck, mate. We should try that too. Oh, we should try that. Oh, mate, the, take uh, me now. And, and get the origin to get go to the end of the year again. Oh, I've seen it all, mate. Take yeah. me now. 100%. But our fans, <laughs> our fans have voted um, 70-30 split bunnies over the Eagles. Um, how do you see it unfolding, my friend? I actually agree. I think we talked about it before. I don't think the Eagles are legit. I think the Bunnies will win. I think mm. it will probably be it'll probably be a pretty close game. I was surprised at the 70-30 split. I know a lot mm-hmm. of people are kind of riding this this Eagles team, especially um, people thinking they're going to take that momentum from last week's win. When I kind of think that they're kind of hot and cold. They don't always have the ability to bring in momentum from the previous game. Yeah. They kind of just start and take each game as it is, and then once the game's kind of broken, they build in game momentum. Mm. I don't know. I was surprised that the people thought that. I thought the punters would be all over the over Eagles getting up. Like, I mean, they're outside favorites at two dollars ten. Mm. Yeah, right. I mean, uh, I don't know. I just, I just kind of think the bunnies will get this in a close one. Mm. Well, there's a little bit of I wouldn't say more strike, but different strike coming in. That's come out that uh, that. Brad Parker's injured and Moses Sully is probably going to take his spot in the centres. So um, the team is likely going to line up. Uh, obviously, Dalian, Tommy Turbo at the back with Saab and Garrick, handsome Ruben on the on the wings. Um, as I said, possibly Moses Sully and Lionel Richie, Morgan Harper in the centres. Uh, old man Kieran Foran and Daly Cherry Evans in the halves. Josh Allier and Marty Tapao. Playing at the at the props there, with Lachlan Croker at the nine, uh, Humole Olakawatu, Josh Schuster, and Jake Travojevic will round out that starting team, with the you know the regulars Dylan Walker, Carl Lawton, Sean Kepi, and Taniela Paseka coming off the bench. A good strong, good strong team, good strong team. Yeah, and this, they've been lucky enough to kind of have their full strength team back for a couple of weeks now, mm-hmm. um, and they they bring it into this game. And Des Hasler rewards them, you know, even though form should probably have maybe Tapao or Schuster coming off the bench. Yeah, Hasler doesn't like to change up a little bit. And what do you think of the report that came out during the week of an unknown team? Well, un- unnamed team. The team is obviously known by the person who did the story, but unnamed <laughs> team. Um, a few of the senior players went to the coach and said that. The, a young guy starting, a guy in his first year starting, should be coming off the bench due to poor play, but the coach stuck with the player. Now, a lot of people think that might be Josh Schuster and the Manly Seagulls. Mm, what do be. you think about that? Um, look, I think I agree. I think when you get to this point of the year, you just you got to kind of ride what got you here. And Josh used to play in the right. call that, like, that got you here. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, sure, the, the light's got a little bit bright the last couple of weeks and he's had a few duds, but it, you're taking that of a small sample size of two or three weeks of the finals versus the 25 really good weeks where he was arguably, you know, top three for rookie of the year. Mm. So um, he he's a dynamic guy that, he, you know, he, he can handle the ball so amazingly from the 12. You know, the guys, the guys are, he look, he's a 5'8 that ate a 5'8. You know what I mean? Like it's, um, yes. it's it's crazy to think that he's playing so far out of position that it's not even funny. The dude's so big they doubled his number. You know what I mean? Like it's um and, and, and the fact that he's got the handles and, and everything in the second row there, it makes them so dynamic. So I agree, keep him where he is. Keep him exactly where he is. 
What do you yeah, think? Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, I do think it probably was Manly that did that. Did that. You could imagine Cherry Evans doing that shit, couldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> did you see? Did you see the promotion that Fox League was doing? Where, no. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know the actor that they've got. Matt Nable. Matt Nable. Did you see? They were like, they were like, you want the clutch players to have the ball in their head. You want Michael Jordan. <laughs> Daily Cherry Evans. I was like, get the fuck out of here. Get out. Stop. I mean, Tom Brady to be was fair to Matty well. Nable. Tom what? Brady was mentioned as well. I just want to have you know. Okay, so, so the fact that Daily Cherry Evans is up there with the GOAT of the NFL and the two GOATs of the NBA is ridiculous. That is fucked. I must say... Um, we did talk about this last episode that if anyone was going to take the field goal, you would want it to be uh, Daily Michael Jordan Cherry Evans. <laughs> Daily Cherry Evans is enough of a mouthful. You don't need to call him <laughs> Daily Daily Michael Kobe Tom Cherry Evans. Brady. Brady. <laughs> <laughs> but my God, I mean, I do love the Matt Nable things. Everyone, everyone rags on him and says, "Oh, they're this. This is a good time." Yeah, they're just a fun time. He did that really good one. I think it was the Penrith and Melbourne one. I'm not saying that the him, end of the- him as doing that is a bad thing. I'm no, saying no, no, the no, fact no. that it's just DCE funny. It's just, was mentioned yeah. the, with the greats of American sport. What yeah. the actual fuck? If you mentioned Tommy, I wouldn't have batted an eye to be yeah. honest. But they showed like a really old mid 2000s clip of Daily Cherry Evans with really long hair when surfer hair was a fucking thing and then and then they showed a recent one from last week's game and it's just like why why sh- and they're showing this with, my- with Jordan's Utah shot um, Kobe in the corner Tom Brady in a Patriots uniform like getting all pumped after winning a Super Bowl like stop it I know you're trying to build narrative it does help it, it probably it probably helps that Matty Nable is a giant a giant manly fan yeah Okay. I think he played. I think he played for Manly. Really? I think he played for Manly. Give me a sec. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He was in. Um. He was in Arrow as well. Yeah. Yeah. He was. He was. Um. um I think. I, he played. He played league. I don't know how high of a level he got to. This is amazing podcast listening. I am. Yeah. Hundred percent. Just doing this quick little Google search on Matty Nable. Actually wanted to go. Yeah, he Mr. did. Potato he played head. five games. Five games. He played five games for Manly, 91 to 92. He scored yeah. a try for Manly. Stop it. And he Stop played for it. South for three games. Yeah, right. He played 16 games for Carlisle Rugby League Football Club. Yep, whoever that is. In Cumbria, in England. It's in yeah, England. Right. Shout out Carlisle. And then he played, he played He played 16 games for Carlisle, scored four tries. Good on you. Good on him. And he played four games for the London Broncos. Look, I knew he had a rough a face try. for an actor. Like, he, I mean... He's, job, he's good. He got, got a bit of a rough look, but uh, he has a pretty good strike rate, you know. He played twenty. He played twenty-four games. Scored six tries. So he played. Um, Must have been quick. Yeah, that's, that's a decent strike rate. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, I don't care what your strike rate is. All right, you fucking you're zero and three on naming greatest of all time people, and then Daily Cherry Evans in the same conversation. Don't don't at me with that shit. Okay, <laughs> do not at me with that shit. But my friend, tell me how the South Sydney Rabbitohs line up. They line up at pretty full strength, except for Tommy Turbo, Tommy body Turbo. double Latrell Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they line up with Blake Taff at fullback, Alex Johnson and Jackson Paulo on the wing. It looks like Bennett's firmed in on Jackson Paulo over Tane Milne. Yep. Um, Dane Gagai and Campbell Graham in the centres. 
Mm-hmm. Of course, Cody Walker and Adam Reynolds could be playing his last game for South Hitty. Sydney. Um, the front row is, of course, the GOAT. Marky Nichols worked his way into this starting squad. Oh, man, he's he's solidified in the starting squad. He's the backup captain he for has, And I think he just signed an extension too. Yeah, two years I think I read. Yeah, yeah. Tavita Tola is the other front rower. Mm-hmm. Damian Cook needs to have a big game. Yeah, he's had a quiet year. He has, he has. And I thought these new rules were going to really help him. Mm, I think a lot of people did, yeah. On one wing, you got Keon Kaloa Matangi and Jaden Sua on the other edge. Yep. Um, Cam Murray in there at lock. Mm-hmm. The bench is, of course, old man Benji Marshall. Old man River. Old man River. Jacob Host, Tommy Burgess, and Jai Arrow. That is a pretty full-strength Rabbits team. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty damn good. Um, and, I mean, even if you do lose a center or a, or a winger, Tane Milne being a reserve. And Braden Burns And Braden well. Burns. That's, that's just unfair. It's absolutely yeah, they, unfair. Yeah, they have a great team, and they're peaking at the right time. And I think – I know we talked about it, having the week off might hurt you. I mean, I, I don't think it does – it depends on the coach you have. I think having Wayne Bennett, it helps. Mm. He's going to spend two weeks knowing that Manly's probably going to be the team that they're going to have to play. Yeah, and he's he's going to be working on schemes, how to stop Tommy, how to keep those edges contained, and I mean that left edge is going to be firing. Mm. And when you've got a body double like uh, Latrell Mitchell for Tom Trevojevic, then you've got all the training capacity you've got in, everything the, in you the world. Need. Yeah. yeah, and I mean the the right side of Saab and possibly Suli could be in for some trouble. Yeah, because obviously that's the right side going against Alex Johnson and Gagai and Walker. And mm-hmm. I think unless they've had some real time to gel, that could get really ugly if they start to split them open early. Yeah. Yeah. And. And as you said, like Jason Saab loves to get oost, so um, he's not diving in to save any trials or anything like that. You know what I mean? I so mean, surely AJ off. doesn't oost him. Uh, if AJ oosts you, I could oost you. No, no, no. But AJ, AJ's got the shoulders. You know what I mean? Who give him one of them side oosts? Yeah, but over? he's pretty anti-oost, AJ. Anything's possible. It's rugby league. Anything, mate. Is, anything is possible. It's rugby league. I mean, okay, yeah. That's what I keep telling you. It's the Cowboys year 2022. Anything's possible. Okay? <laughs> right, you got to get. I'm gonna gonna have you committed if you keep telling me. <laughs> What, but you know, I think I, my straight jacket goes in my eyes. <laughs> who do you think? Who do you think takes this game, though? Um, Bunnies Eagles. Look, I put it on the socials, and I'm going to stick to my guns. I think the Sea Eagles take it. I think um, I, I do acknowledge that in a grinded out affair, then the Bunnies would uh, would take it. But I have faith that the Sea Eagles are going to take their, even though it is against subpar teams. Their their run from about round what 16 up until mm-hmm. now has been really really fantastic um, I think that they just keep building on that and, and the Cinderella story continues uh, Sea Eagles probably by a try right. Do you, so you don't think they win by blowing out the bunnies that's the only way I can see them winning I don't, I don't if they turn this into a blowout and turn it or turn it into maybe a shootout is what I should say rather than a blowout yeah, I think, turning it into a shootout and trying to keep up I think they start really well I think they come mm-hmm. out firing. Um, the bunnies have, I think they've had a bit of a, bit of a stigma this year that they're they're a bit like the Panthers. They start a little bit late, um, mm. whereas uh, I think the eel, uh, the eels, the eagles, obviously, you know, with all their speed, they come running and, and running hard. Um, so I think that I think they start a really really big lead and then the bunnies start to claw back, but it ends up being about a try the difference. I think the first five minutes is going to be really indicative of um, the game. Yeah. I think if Manly come out firing in the first five minutes, I think they're in with a shot. Yep. 
But if if South can just withstand that first kind of barrage of attack and mm. then come out strong with a counter, I think they've got it. Yeah, right. I think we'll know pretty soon into this game how it's going to turn out. Yep. Yep. I'm not confident enough to put a case bet on it before you ask. Nah, neither am I, to be honest with you. Yeah. It should be a good game. I just, I don't want to go, yeah, it's going to be a good game, and then they contain Tommy, and it ends up being like yeah, shit. 32 to fucking 8 or something. Like, that's yeah, just yeah. going to be a shitty Friday night. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay then. Let's push on from Friday. Let's go to Saturday. What comes after Friday, Matthew? Saturday, I believe. Saturday does. I uh, think so. Where we've got the, the, the two mighties. The mighty Melbourne Storm and the mighty Penrith Panthers. Did the Penrith Panthers play their grand final last week? We shall find out. Um, the way that Melbourne play, I mean, they're number one for a reason. You know, all those all those things that I was saying about Billy Ake, plus four nine nine, um, and 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 they're finding their finding their you know their run at the right time. You've got um, Ryan Pappenhausen. Lining up at number one, and Pap he's is back. the Pap is back. I mean, the Pap is back in full swing. The last, you know, the last game we saw him play, he was he was the old Pap. He was getting over for multiple tries. He was, you know, he was killing it. Um, on your wings, you've got George Jennings and Josh Adokar comes back this week as well, which is massive because um, then he partners with his boy um, and omitted um, Dalliem. Uh, what do you call it? Center of the year. Uh, center, center of the year. There was a nomination. Is what I was nomination. Say. He was a, he was yeah. admitted. They, they the did invite him apparently. They yeah. cited administration oversight. Oh cap! I'm calling yep. fucking bullshit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Justin Olam and Remus Smith are in the centers. Um, the the Mad Dog Cam Munster and Jerome Hughes are in the halves. Uh, Jesse Bromwich and Christian Welch are playing in the props. Uh, with the Hectic Cheese in at the nine. Felice Kafusi, Kenny Bromwich and Dale Finucan round out that 11 to 13. And, and you know, very, very daunting bench. Harry Grant, who we've already talked about, can play 9, 13, you know, wherever you need him to play. Um, hmm. Tui Kamakamika, Nelson Asafa-Solomona, don't even try standing in front of that man. <laughs> Holy country. And uh, Nico Hines. Um, round out that bench. Um, I, I feel bad for you this week, man. It's going to be fucking tough. I, I do love when people say they carry such a light bench, and I, I get what they mean. Yeah. But when you got Tui and Big Nelson, that's not a, that's not a light bench. No I get that high and Hines is, that Hines is a utility back. I get, and Grant's pretty thick. He's thicker yeah. than the cheese now. Yeah, bro. He's, he's thicker than the cheese. He's, bro, he's stumpy. Short King stand Yeah, mate. Up. He oh, is, he mate. He's a little stumpy. Um, <laughs> he does got the, <laughs> he got the boost. He got the boost. He does got a little boost on him. I don't. Uh, I don't think you're wrong there. But um, you don't mind. The yeah, I think. I think that's just. What? You're going to say you don't mind the bundo? Is that what you're going to say? No, I said I don't, I don't disagree. And then, yeah, man. I mean, the, this the, is... the team that won the most last week was the Melbourne Storm out of that out of that Para Penrith game. Far out. Yeah, and they're just full strength. Yeah. Like, as you said, the Fox back partnering with Olam. They're just... They just have such great chemistry. Mm. The Fox has never been the best defender. Olam's never been an amazing defender till this year. And, like, the chemistry they have makes that side it makes the edge they, they trust each other and they've, they've got so much skill where they can compensate if the other makes a mistake mm. it's going to be interesting said, to see next year if Oldham can keep that up if it is Coates on that wing yeah yeah as we said it's it's you know it's the the yin yang of the strike and finesse it's yeah. you know it's just it's beautiful to watch I mean they, they line up full strength and I mean Penrith 
independence probably is full strength as what you could hope. It's 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 the it's the side that I probably like the most running out with in their lineup with Dill Edwards at fullback. As you said, he did have a bit of a complaint there, so we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless he can't walk, I'd assume he plays. Yeah. Um, Stephen Crichton and Brent Naden on the wings. I do like that Ivan Cleary's gone away from Charlie Staines there. Yeah, yeah, Naden's is the obvious choice for me. Yeah, Paul, Mor- Paul Momorowski and Matty Burton could be playing his last game for Penrith. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerome Luai, Nathan Cleary in the halves. Moses Leoda and James Fisher-Harris in the front row. Mm-hmm. With Apisai Corusau there. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, Big Viliami Kickout and Kurt Capewell on the edges. I don't know if Kickout will come to the bench. I want him to start and Liam Martin off the bench. Yeah, I think I that's more of too. a pack. I, I don't think Cleary will do it. I think he'll stick to what he's done. Mm. I don't think he should. Um, Isaiah Yo there at lock. And the bench, Tyrone May comes back into the squad. Mm-hmm. Scotty Sorensen, Tavita Pango Jr. and Liam Martin round off that bench. Mm. Brian Toto is named in the 21 at 21. Mm. I would assume the same thing too. Unless he can't walk, he'll probably come into the squad for Naden. Yeah, yep. Which um, obviously is is an upgrade, but it's still it's tough. Naden had a good game last week. He yeah he Naden, ran hard. Na- Naden well. did have a good game. I've always been I've always been a Naden fan. He plays hard. He tries. He's going to make some mistakes, but he gives it a crack. And I mean, he's going to be good to the dogs next year. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, look, bro, I feel for you. It's going to be a fucking mm. tough game. Like, this is this is the real David versus life. And, and to say that Penrith is the underdog is really weird. Like, it's weird to I see, I don't think so. I think people said that even, you know, in the grand final in a, last year and a few times this year, oh, it's weird, Penrith, you know, but they're not some unstoppable buzzsaw that mm. Melbourne have been. Mm, like, to yeah. me, a team has to do it for multiple years before I can take them seriously. Mm-hmm. That's mm. why, I mean, this is a cross-sport thing, but when everyone was talking up little Isaiah Thomas for the Celtics after having one good season, mm. I was like, how sustainable is it really? Yeah. So yeah, I think I think Penrith being an underdog is not is not as shocking as people would say. Like, oh my God, I can't believe they're not favourites. It's like, well, of mm. course they're not. They've struggled this year. We're watching the same, like, games. To, uh, to come to Isaiah Thomas's defence there, he lost his sister and battled with depression really hard. So... Yeah, I know, but... That's not the, the what that was about. Applies. The principle yes, applies. Yes, the same but, thing. Where know, everyone was saying, give him that. You call yourself a podcaster when, and a mini reporter. Like, come on, get your shit right. Well, they, they, yeah. Everyone was saying, give him a uh, max contract. And yeah, no, nah, I mean, mean it fair. sucks that they did it because it would have hamstrung the Celtics. But you know, yeah, yeah. and 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 I mean, we've seen, uh, yeah. Not to get off on a tangent, but you know, the Short King's been kicked out of the NBA basically ever since. But well, even I though, mean, even it, though he put up sixty in in a pro am. Get that man back in the league. Well, that's that's even like, I think it's come to Penrith's problem, paying a guy like Stephen Crichton what they paid him to play centre. Mm. And I know the idea was, yeah, one day we'll move him to fullback and he'll be this giant, dynamic, attacking fullback. But it's like, maybe you need to do it for more than a season before we pay you. Yeah. yeah that's possibly. what I think teams do. Yeah. Teams don't, like the good teams don't go. Like you wouldn't see Melbourne have one guy play really well for one season and they go, yeah, like, Sign, but they make you earn it. They make yeah. you they make you prove that it's not a one-off thing. Yeah. Like, it's easy to do it when you're looking for a contract and looking for money. Mm. But, I mean, mm. I think Penrith get a little bit better there with um with Tyrone May instead of Mitch Kenny. I, yep. I, I, I don't think Mitch Kenny can cover the back row as well as Tyrone May can. 
Yeah, yeah. I think I think at hooker he's better. He's an actual number nine, and and he's quite good there. You don't notice Appy not being there as much when it's Mitch Kenny. Mm-hmm. But I think Tyrone May is just so versatile. He can jump in that back row, can play thirteen. He's got great chemistry with the boys. Mm. Um, and I mean, we touched on it when I talked about Kikau, but I hope he starts and we get Martin off the bench. Mm. I mean, bringing Kikau off the bench works when Kikau's on. Mm, but yeah. when Kikau's off and not playing well, you you kind of numb two points of attack with him and Martin. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The thing that I hope to see the most is that they bring in some of their big fuck-off JBL speakers and the boys just have the swagger from the get-go. They That's gotta, what they, they need. They've got to find their swagger. They've got to find their style again. They're just they're playing scared football. And they need to and come back and be dangerous in that danger zone like they have been you know, rounds one through to 16. I, I, I don't think they will, unfortunately, though. I think they're at the point now where it's like last year it was kind of naive and new to them and it was fun and it was like people kind of liked them and they were people were Cinderella kind of riding story. them. Mm. And that's what it was. People liked them and it's, it's easy to find the momentum and to feed off that. Mm. But, you know, you go through it once and they realize you see, man, these guys are mean. These guys are like, they don't actually like us. They're waiting for us to fail. They're doing this. And I think it might take a big loss and a bit of a quote-unquote. I don't think it's a choke because, I mean, Penrith, since Melbourne started their run this year, I don't think... Penrith have been the favourite. Mm. I don't think it's as big as choke as what people are saying. And I don't think yeah. last year in the grand final was really a choke either. I mean, the Storm were favourites. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't know. We, we will have to see there. I don't think they're going to come out and go guns blazing like they should. But I'm hoping that maybe a season off and they kind of have time to reflect and kind of have a little bit of an extended break. Because, mm. I mean, a few of these boys played Origin last year mm-hmm. at the end of the season and they were backing up, you know, with a, with a short and off season. Mm. Yeah, so, no. Was, 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 I mean, I, I'm picking Storm to win this pretty comfortably. Yeah, I got I got Storm one to twelve. Yeah. Um, and you know, I don't know how much of a sweat they'll really break. If if Penrith bring it like they did last week, then I think maybe a, a grit and grind effort um, will be good. But I just don't think they had the de- that. Being said, in the same breath, I don't think they had the defense last week to to go up against this full strength Melbourne side at all. <laughs> Yeah, and I think Melbourne start hot. Melbourne, Melbourne don't need time to time to wind up. Mm. They just come out and bring it, and that's what's Penrith's kryptonite is. If you can come out quick and strong, put a couple tries on them, they play behind, they play scared, they make mistakes, and they don't have that dominance that they used to. Mm, 100%. Well, the fans also think uh, Storm get up with a 61 to 39 vote rate. That was closer than I thought. Mm. To have that game closer than Bunny's Manly was surprising. Yeah, yeah, it was a little bit. Mm. All right, well, you got anything else you want to touch on, my friend? Or shall we get no, into mate, just question don't, Just don't time. talk to me if Penrith are getting done in. If, we, if Penrith are yeah, getting all-stone Saturday, you know why. yeah, if Penrith's getting all don't talk to me. Yeah, 100%. All right, well, let's get into question time. What did she say? Hey, where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? Did you touch my drum set? No. Why are you so sweaty? I was watching cops. Yeah, it's question time. Question time. Let's do it. Okay, so the uh, the first question we've got for question time is uh, random question. Do you like bundas? You are having me on. That's not a question we got through. <laughs> that is a question that we got through, man. Uh, um, and I guarantee you it is from friend of the podcast, Mr. Poole. Mm, because well, he's all we did say we will do any questions that are brought to us. Yep, yep. We said uh, good, bad, or indifferent. Mm, this okay. is definitely, um, I don't know, between that bad and indifferent scale. It's indifferent. It's indifferent. Because <laughs> think uh, he should know that we like the boons. He do. He should. Uh-huh. He should. See, that's he just ridiculous know. for asking. Next question. Yeah. Next question. Not going to waste Thank any you. more right, time so on now it. now we're getting back, getting back into the sport realm of things. Um, 
A couple of NRL questions. So, who do you think recruited the best for next season? You know what? I like it when we have different opinions. So I'm going to get let you go first because we're going to have different mm, opinions think, on this. I think that there are. I think there are three. Three. Oh, tops. here we go. Hedge your bets. Okay. Hedge your bets. <laughs> I think there are three. You're teams a coward. Who recruited the best? Who recruited I, the best? I, I think the the team that got the best player. And recruited the best was Cronulla. I think that I think that wow, uh, we definitely Hines, had different ones. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that we did. Uh, I think that Nico Hines, when it is uh, all said and done, he's yeah, you know, he's still young, he's still developing. He's proven that in a leadership role, he gets it done. He he can play one, six, seven, uh, nine in a pinch. Like he's he's a gun. Um, and I just think that, you know, you're going to be coming off a uh, Cam McInnes. Uh, he, he's going to be sweet. And he's going to come in next year. Um, Craig Fitzgibbon, they also got the best coach on the block. Mm. Um, I just think uh, I just think the argument can really be made for Cronulla. Who do you think, my friend, recruited the best for next season? The Brisbane Broncos. The Brisbane Broncos. I think See, that, I think they went yeah. out and they because they not only re- I know everyone here all these smooth brains are gonna say oh, oh my bulldogs my bulldogs no <laughs> it wasn't I mean really they recruited <laughs> well they, they recruited well but you also recruited Matt Dufty so yeah <laughs> you lose points so you recruited question yeah, mark <laughs> yeah I mean I think I think the Broncos did and I mean it's easy when you're the Bulldogs and you need everything everything looks good mm. like. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the Broncos needed specific players. And, I mean, they didn't get all of them. They're still really without probably, like, a long-term marquee number one. We mm. like Tessie New. I think Selwyn Cobo could be a one. Um, yeah. But that's still obviously up in the air. And they're without a really, really solid nine as well. But, yeah. I mean, you can't yeah. always address all your issues. I mean, yeah, they, 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 yeah, they had a little bit of a question mark where they needed some leadership and some guidance in the halves. Went out mm. and got um, Adam Reynolds. I think that was a fantastic thing. <laughs> I reckon he's going to be their captain next year. Yeah, you probably. wait for it. You wait, till, you wait till January. You hear all the articles about, oh, the boys are really buying in. He's leading them around. You know, he looks the fittest he's ever looked. And then they're going to name him captain. But um, yeah. And then they picked up Kurt Capewell on an edge. Like, that's great. Like, experienced origin back rower. Like, that's fantastic. And that really yeah. solidifies their back row rotation. And they picked up Branko Lee as well. Yeah. And, I mean, he, yeah. he's just great. Even if he doesn't play, he's fantastic depth. Yeah. Same thing. He's played, yeah, he's played origin. Um, even if he can't stay healthy like he has this year, like he hasn't been able to stay healthy this year, mm. he, um, he's still, he's still going to be good out there. He, you can put him in the center, and you know he's probably not going to fuck up. At least too bad. Yeah, yeah, solid hands. Yeah. Mm. Um, look, I like it. I were, like it were the dogs your third team? Yeah, they were my third yeah. team. But I mean, they're, they're, I mean, they're the three that are going around that everybody says are the three that recruited the best. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and I mean, I think the dogs did. Uh, sure. They got Josh Adekar, they got Birdo, they got you know they got a lot of really good things. Um, but I think their their biggest asset, as much as I hate the man, is getting Phil Gould. I think so too. I think so too, and I mean, I think with with the dogs, I think a guy like Birdos could be could be the cornerstone of your team. Mm, and I think that's yeah. what he's going to end up being. And then they've got smaller ones like, of course, Brent Naden signed, TPJ signed. But you don't know mm-hmm. who's going to be there in two years. Like, Dufty's yeah. on a one-year deal. It probably takes one crazy night out for TPJ to get sacked. Like, yeah. who knows Who knows if Adokar's going to, like, do it. It's hard. He's not going to score six tries with the dogs. 
He's not scoring nah. six tries a game at the Dogs. And nah, I mean, no it's going to be interesting. He like, yeah, he played at the Tigers, but he's played all his like really all of his senior footy at no Melbourne. One, no one remembers Josh Adokar. Well, that's the, the thing. Like, like how how different is it going to be from playing with? Melbourne and being a big part of Melbourne's success to now having to mm. go to a club that's, Canterbury. you know, in a nice yeah. way is not as successful as the Melbourne yeah. Storm recently. I mean, historically, yeah. they're quite, good, they're but quite yeah, a good recently. club. And I mean, I, I, I think it's probably a lot of bias there, but I think obviously Birdo and maybe even Naden are probably two of the more impactful signings because mm. Naden's just yeah. going to just gonna try hard. And from all reports he and Birdo are actually really really close like you wouldn't yeah. pick it but from what I've heard those two out of the Penrith they're probably like out of who yeah, each probably they, probably like it played in when they both signed there and that's the thing like, and, well, they're both, and they're both country out. boys they're both mm. kind of big outside backs you can see why they have it um, and yeah. I mean I'm really keen to watch those boys next year I'm probably going to watch as many dogs games um, as I do Penrith games Okay, well, um, this just in. We're looking for a new host on Fifth and Dribble. Flock's <laughs> uh, lost his job yeah. now saying that he's going to tune into all those dogs games. I mean, you tune into um, Cowboys games. Don't fucking say that. You tune into Cowboys games. Okay? Don't say dogs games are much worse. 2015, oh, you shut the fuck up. Get out of here. Um, all right, so next. Um, a few weeks on, do we agree with Bennett's comments around making a wall and uh, to protect kickers? And do we think that the league is doing anything to fix it? It's not just Penrith. Like, everyone fucking does it. The bunnies should be under a microscope for when they do it for Rendigity now. Because Keon gets his big body out there. Keon the koala. He jumps out. He, he, he All the boys him. do. Burgess, Nichols. They do, do it. But it is what it is. And I mean, I don't agree with them, obviously, at the time because it's, it's what... I don't agree with the big wall being made. I really like kick pressure. I hate that the charge down off a kick is... Six again. Yeah, I don't like... If you charge yeah. it down, if you get your kick charged down and you regather, that's last tackle. Like, yeah. you shouldn't be rewarded yeah. because someone got to your kicker. Mm-hmm. I never got yeah, that. 100%. Like, uh, and, and, mm. and we do that to protect the halfback, and I get it, but it's a bit soft. Like, if, if your guy can come off the line and get to a kicker and get his hand on the ball, you regather, that's great pressure. That builds yeah. pressure. I think that's stupid. That's, that's a rule yeah. that really fucks me off. And I got, I got, got a little bit off topic there, but I mean, <laughs> Penrith do it. They all do it. I mean, I agree with it in the fact that it worked and it helped them win. I think mm. I think it, yeah. it put Penrith off their game and that that's what he tried to do with it. And um, Yeah, exactly. Pen, I mean, Penrith have tried to do the same thing to Melbourne this year. Oh, it's fuck it's, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> Good luck. It's like that. Uh, it's like that. Compare superannuation, yeah. fucking. Yeah, we're uh, we're on the down escalator. His fees are lower. His fees are higher. Well, this worked, and this is yeah, not this gonna, is fucking, not gonna work. fucking work. Yeah, enjoy Mad Monday, boys. But um, enjoy I mean, I don't Mad think the Monday. league will do anything to fix it because it protects the halves. Yeah, that's yeah, what it is. So you always see it like like as soon as a big like as soon sport. as a big boy thinks about hitting the half, you know, he's already got two weeks. Yeah, like, and it's just yeah. kind I mean, of look at Victor Radley. Victor Radley just hit had a good hit on Albert Kelly. And and that added three weeks to his suspension. I know, I know so. it is, and it kind of sucks because I want to see. I mean, you want to see the pressure. I want to see. Yeah, you that's what see, I want to see. see. I want to see the pressure build, and I want to see these guys have to kick under pressure. But I mean, I my team has a generational halfback, so protect him, please. Yeah. Well, speaking of generational halfbacks, the uh, the last question is, uh, why do the Cowboys suck? Um, so we're gonna injuries. run for another two hours. Oh, shut the fuck up <laughs> injuries that's it that's all I'm going to say 
Injuries, and we're still finding our straps after losing a, losing a once-in-a-generational halfback. Okay? He's now commentating poorly for Channel 9. Did Michael, Morgan, hear- did Michael Morgan start commentating, did he? Shut the fuck up. Uh, we get to hear that that little laugh every now and then. So He's the worst the out of the nine guys, too. too. Like I give oh, you a hard time about him. I give you, I give you, I give you a hard time about him as a player, but he is the worst nine commentator. <laughs> He's so bad. <laughs> anyway, moving on, moving on. Okay. Um, they suck for many reasons, but yes, we'll move on. I do on. not like the person that sent that question in, yeah. uh, and they will get what's coming to yeah, them. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, so the um, the NBA question time portion now. Um, Friend of the podcast, Big Druzy, sent this one in. Um, where are the Bulls, the Chicago Bulls moves done in vain, and where do we see them finishing after these acquisitions? Now, we're going to do a deep dive, as we've said a couple of times um, on the pod, in the in the NRL and NBA offseason. We're going to break down both conferences um, with a special guest. We're really looking forward to that, but we'll touch on this a little bit now. Um, I really like the moves. Mm. Um, I, you know, obviously bringing in Lonzo, bringing in Demar, bringing in Caruso. They're the they're the three big ones. The Caruso one is proving to be massive now with the Kobe White injury. Um, Caruso is going to be probably their sixth man, and um, if Kobe White didn't get injured, he is probably going to look to be their sixth man of the year. He's still got a lot of season to play. Like they're thinking he'll come back around Christmas, but um, I think that they're going to be extremely dynamic in their guard play. I mean, we've talked about Demar Derozan before. He's become a, a fantastic passer out of his position. He's, he's taught himself how to pass, um, being in the old head system at the Spurs there. And um, and Lonzo's taught himself how to shoot even more. You've got someone like Zach Levine that can create his own shot. He's become a really dynamic three-level scorer. And, um, you know, we've, we've talked about four different guys. Well, I've talked about four different guys now, and I haven't even mentioned Nick Vucevic, who's been the face of the Orlando Magic for the last five years. Like, what more is there to say? Um, I, think, I think they end up... Uh, probably just before the, the, the play-in game, anywhere between 5th and 7th mm. is where I've got them in the East. What do you reckon? Yeah, I think they kind of finish roundabout there. I think that they are going to score plenty of points. I don't know how many they're going to stop. They're, de- they're mm. definitely going to be fun to watch, and they, they will be a league pass team. And I think if they were done in vain, I mean, I get the whole tanking thing, and obviously with the NBA, you're rewarded for being bad. But sometimes mm. it's better just to have the good guys on your team. Yeah. Like, call me crazy yeah. sometimes. Like, I mean, <laughs> the way I look at it is, you look at, look at a team like Brooklyn, right? Like, Brooklyn, mm. they had to bring in a rule because of how bad Brooklyn was and, and the picks trading and, and all yeah, that. Yeah. Like, they had to bring in a rule because they <laughs> fucked up so bad. Like, and I mean, yeah. and everyone thought, well, they're, they're just going to, like, super tank and they're going to build through the draft and this and then they didn't. And like, yeah. like what, five years ago, they were probably really bad, right? 2015, yeah. 2016, they were probably really, yeah, that's when they trash. were really, really they bad. At the back end of fucking shitty Hall of yeah, Fame. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They were starting to look for an identity and everyone thought, well, they're going to build through the draft. They've got this, they've got that. They got swindled. But it's like they rebuilt a different way. Yeah. They cleared yeah. cap space. They had decent role players. They managed to attract free agents. They're a big market. Mm. I mean, mm. Chicago having the good players, making some noise in the playoffs, making people remember Chicago exists there. It's kind mm. of like, that. I don't think that's a bad thing. I get tanking, but really, like, I think draft picks and young, like young rookies who aren't, like who aren't going to be superstar straight away, like a Luca, even like a Trey, yeah. like these guys are kind of overrated a little bit at the moment. Yeah, yeah, and um, 
And I think I think they've got yeah I think they've got a lot of really good things going mm. for them. I mean, it, again, I didn't even match, mention Patrick Williams who had his rookie year last year. Mm. And he's gonna he's looking to be like Kawhi Light. He's got that he's got that same kind of length. He's he's got that same mid range shot. He's got a little bit more of a three and a little, he's a bit better of a driver, you know. So um, he's he's gonna be really good to come to come full circle. So I th- I like their I like their first seven guys. Um, and at the end of the day, you need to be able to shorten your bench rotation to nine guys that you can trust. And if you've got seven out of nine, laughing. And the thing, the, absolutely laughing. The thing that I like is, I'm hoping they know their identity. I hope yep. they don't go out there trying to stop anyone. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I, exactly. I like teams just that play like Washington. Yep. Play like Washington, just trying out yep. the other team. And, and I like that. I like when teams know, and it, and it works the other way with defensive teams. When it's like, well, we don't really have a great scorers, but we can probably try and stop some people here, get them into a grind, mm. throw them off their mm. groove. I hope this team just goes out and goes, we're just going to chuck them. We're going to try and get in transition. We're going to try and run, have our guards moving, and see what happens. Yeah. 100%. 100%. All right. So moving on to the next question. Uh, this one also sent in by a friend of the podcast, um, Jonesy. Jonesy's been astute. He loves PJ, PJ Tucker, doesn't he, Jonesy? Shout out, he Jonesy. Does, he He's does. a PJ Tucker man. He loves the PJ Tucker, and I think I think he uh, he models his uh, his personal game after PJ no, Tucker. I don't know. I, I, I've seen shooting threes. I've, I've never <laughs> seen PJ Tucker almost knock out a ref on a Wednesday night social game. So I don't know how much he's modeling that. The cameras, cameras aren't on PJ Tucker. <laughs> um, but yeah, PJ Tucker to the Heat. But Josie wants to know how how we think this affects the Bucks. Uh, do they still make the conference finals? Um, or does someone take their place with presumably uh, the Nets in the other spot? Now, I've already come out on the podcast and I've said that um, I think the Bucks are going to repeat. So I'm, I'm sticking by that, Jonesy. You're clearly not listening, mate. Um, pick your fucking game up. But, um, but yeah, I, I, it definitely affects them in the small ball way that they try to run. But I think, you know, you can run Bobby Portis at the five and you can find another 3 and D guy. Like 3 and D guys seem to be growing like money on trees kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like they're just coming out of nowhere. Um, you could find that PJ Tucker and Andre Roberson kind of dude just to hit threes in the corner and, and defend laterally against against the better players over in the east there. What, what do you reckon? Um, I don't think PJ Tucker offered so much like statistical wise and actual kind of as, as much skill as what people thought yeah. I think he offered a lot more mentality and experience and I think they're going to feel that yeah. I think he was probably good leadership for Giannis and Chris Middleton to have mm-hmm. um, and just to take the pressure off like the, you know those guys are more offensive guys mm. I mean Giannis won defensive player of the year I get that but when it when it comes down to it you, you think of Giannis and his dominance in the paint mm. and, and you know being a really skinny shack and when you think of Middleton you think of, you know 50-40-90 the man can fucking shoot the lights out of the ball you need that guy that's going to be the you know the Patrick Beverly PJ Tucker prototype that's going to be your absolute rock defensively and, and you're right like he he just solidified that. Yeah, I know. And uh, I, I do think they probably will make the Eastern Conference Finals again with the Nets. I think the Nets will probably get up. I think mm. last year would have taken a lot out of them. And it would feel a lot different to chase the second ring than it would the first. Yeah. And I mean, they got it. And I think their motivation might not be as much as last year. And I do think the Hawks are going to be good again this year. Mm-hmm. And I think that yep. that could push them. We, we could have an upset in the, in the semifinals. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, Brooklyn might not make it. They might have injuries. They might have Kyrie doing whatever the fuck Kyrie's doing. Like, so who knows? But I, I, yeah. I, I do need, think they need Kyrie to make it. I, I do think they are the second best team in the Easter Bucks. Mm-hmm. I do think not having PJ Tucker lowers their ceiling a bit, but their floor stays pretty similar. 
Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't think it. I don't think it alters it too drastically. You and know if what we I mean? get like, one I mean, more, at the end of the day, PJ Tucker is an older, older guy. Yeah. You know, and and the fact that he's going to, you know, Miami Junkyard, mm. where there's already so many Junkyard dogs there, you feel like he's just gonna kind of fade into the back, a little Udonis Haslam. Yeah. Like. I mean, and if we get one more PJ Tucker off question off Jonesy I'm going to tell that man to get a restraining order <laughs> mate watch out Peach <laughs> watch out Peach he's coming after that championship mate, money he's coming <laughs> um, alright so I want to pose a question to you alright yes yes a thousand times yes I have given you the keys to <laughs> I've given you the keys to a franchise and I've said to you you can pick do I have to wait this- I, I- do I have to wait for you to finish the question or can I just say... No, I already know who you're going to say, but I'm trying to build suspense, okay? <laughs> um, you're showman. Someone that you want to build around for the next 10 years out of this list of people. Anthony Edwards, Trey Young, LaMelo Ball, John Morant, Giannis, Jason Tatum, Zion Williamson, or the Don, Luka Doncic. I mean, you had me at Luka Doncic and I know it was the last thing you said. But Luka Doncic. I mean, <laughs> looking at this list, I mean, the only guy who'd probably be close is Giannis because we've seen him win a championship as the guy. Yeah. Like, we literally just watch him do that. Uh, yeah, but besides yeah. that, the Donk has it all. Um, he's he's one of, the, one of the best players to watch, and he's a guy who can lead his team. At 20... 20- I know. Or 23. I know. And that's he, he could play for another he could play for another 8 years he's just scratching 30. Yeah. Like it's 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 thing. insane. Like it's clearly him and you know what he doesn't defend, but he doesn't need to defend. I think if he gets some shooting 22. if he gets some shooting around him, he he would be mm-hmm. really hard to stop and I think he'd he'd probably be the most valuable guy like trade asset wise in the league. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure, uh, and it's it's purely because you know of the growth that he had mm. in Europe and and coming over at 18 and and you know already being in the in the MVP conversation, it's yeah it's disgusting. Um, I think a couple of guys that do get uh, a special mention. Uh, I mean Zion's obviously got all the power. Jason Tatum is getting the the. Um, the lookalikes to Kobe and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but I don't think he's going to get it even close to that. Uh, ja Morant, any team that has Ja Morant on it is a league pass team. That man is a is a walking highlight. Uh, the same can be said for LaMelo Ball, but I mean, Trey Young took some really big strides last year. If he could defend, you could convince me that Trey Young was the guy over Luka Doncic, but he can't defend. You know, if you put, if you put um, Patrick Beverly's, you know, sliding ability into him and defense, that's... That's a bad man. That is a bad, bad mm-hmm. man. But uh, and Anthony Edwards, <laughs> I just I kind of just like him for a meme. So do like, I. He's, 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 he's a meme guy. I do like him. But I mean, like speaking of Trey, my top three from this list would probably be Luca, Giannis, and Trey. Yeah. Purely because I want my main guy, the guy I build around, to make my teammates play better. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I want him to assist. I want him to get everyone involved. I don't think any of those mm. any of those guys do that. I think if Jason Tatum had the playmaking, he'd probably yeah. be the number two guy. But he doesn't yeah, have that yeah. playmaking, and it is what it is. That's just who he is as a player, and he is amazing mm. at what he is. But I mean, if if I have my number one guy, I want that playmaking. Yeah. Well, on the on that point, I mean, not only 
not only playmaking for your teammates, but playmaking for yourself. I want that guy that mm. I can throw the clipboard out and just be like, just go and get me a bucket. Yeah, we, okay? we need three here, down, go get it. We're down six. We need, we yeah. need something to get going. Mm. Get me a bucket. I don't care how you do it. Get me a bucket. Mm. Um, all right, yeah, look, we agree on that. Okay. The donkey's once in a generation. All right, it's, it's disgusting to see. Um, and the last thing that has been sent in for question time is Doc Rivers like the best worst coach ever? Or is he He's the wor- or is he the worst the, best coach? The worst best coach possibly. Yeah. So let me read some shit out to you before you answer. He's been in the league for 22 years as a coach. All right. He has coached seven teams that have either blown a 3-1 or a 3-2 series lead in the playoffs. Um, 2020, round two against the Hawks, he had a 3-2 lead. 20, 2019, I think, against the Nuggets, he had that 3-1 lead. 2015 against the Rockets, rest in peace, 3-1 lead. 2012... I woke up early for that Rockets game. Yeah. That Rockets game Look, seven. I, was, I, I watched the, the closeout game five... Um, at uni in the back of class and uh, blatantly told my teacher, hey, I'm not doing any work today. I'm watching this. And she's just like, oh, okay. Which was cool. Mm. That was nice. Um, 2012, uh, the East Finals against the Heat blew a 3-2 lead. 2010, NBA Finals. Rest in peace, Kobe. 3-2 lead. Um, 2009, round two against the Magic. 3-2 lead. And 2003, against the Pistons, they had a 3-1 lead. Pistons obviously went on to win the championship that year. Um, the one year that he did win a title was a super weak East um, in um, 2009. 2011? No, it can't be 2009. Oh, yeah, sorry, 2011. 2011, sorry, yeah, 2011, 2011. 2011. Um, as the Clippers head coach, I, I still have PTSD. He, he couldn't get us out of round two, and we had all of those really great teams. Ty Lue comes in last year and we got to the freaking conference finals um like oh, oh sorry we, yeah we got to the conference finals and and just lost to the suns purely because Kawhi got injured in my humble opinion um and his one year in philly he alienates one of their superstars who now wants out and that's all that we seem to talk about in the nba right now because that's all that's going on in the nba um is Doc Rivers the best worst coach ever? That three one and three two stuff is my blood. I didn't know it was seven times. I knew it was a few. Seven out of twenty two seasons. He's coming into his twenty second season as a coach. Started in nineteen ninety nine. I don't. I don't even know what you're doing to to have that problem. Yeah. Because you're obviously good enough to get them to a lead in a series, but then you can't yep. get them to close it out. And I don't, and I agree that his ring is a bit overblown. I think all those guys in that Celtics team act like they were like a five, a five year dynasty. Mm. But, um, Paul Pierce, especially fuck that guy. <laughs> I mean, they, they won one ring and made a few finals, you know, like, I don't think they were mm. like anything special. I do think, yeah. I do think Doc Rivers probably stayed with the Clippers probably a year or two too long. I think they moved on from Del Negro to um to Rivers and they mm. kind of could have moved on again but I think they got Doc Rivers and he was still Doc do you know what I mean yeah. he still had that dust on him that championship confetti first coach to be traded I know yeah that shit was crazy he was a part of that um, Brooklyn, Brooklyn Celtics trade but I mean I, I don't even know I don't even know what that yeah what you're doing to get that wrong and I remember waking up early for that Rocket Series game 7 in 24 you were there I think yeah, bro. We were, we're up early. Houses. Oh, yuck. Yeah. That was... That was tough. That was one more... That was just tough to watch. It was like 6 a.m. on like a Sunday. No, it was a Monday game. The Sunday night. Yeah, yeah Monday so game. So it was like 6 in the morning. Day of school. Monday. Ugh. 
No, we were at school then. Oh no, we went in school. 2015, no, bro. We were in school then. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we must have just been really hungover. I think we probably were. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I do think he's a he's not a great coach. I think as the as the NBA has shifted, he hasn't shifted with it. Mm, I think that yeah. is a big thing, and I mean, his thing has always been like he can get guys on side, and and he's a, like a coach's guy, like he's sorry, he's a player's coach. Mm. Uh, but I mean, as you said, I think Ben Simmons was on the out anyway, but he really mm. hasn't yeah. done him any favors here. And I mean, his his I heard a great quote um, about Doc Rivers that his candor and his honesty is his greatest strength, but also his greatest weakness. And I yeah. think that's hurt him in this Ben Simmons thing. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like you just had to come out then and be like, "Nah, I stick with my guy." Like you didn't have to, yeah. you didn't have to hit him like that with the with the. Uh, nah, I, I don't think know. he can be yeah. a point guard. Yeah. On a <laughs> I wouldn't team. turn up to work either. Right, you, actually, no. I've cop sprays from wanna, bosses. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you got a championship with young Rondo as yeah. your, like the biggest hothead yeah. in the NBA, especially at the time as your as your yeah. point guard, and you're telling me that with a once in a generational talent like Joel Embiid, you can't get it done with. A, another freak show of Ben Simmons yeah. like come on come on like as you said I just don't think that he's adjusted with um, with the times um, and especially with those Clippers teams like he was the head of basketball operations for a lot of those years as well and he couldn't get it done to get us a, a wing defender we get a decent wing defender that's not named Matt Barnes or Karan Butler you know three years past their prime then we're we're winning there's at least one championship in that in that run, I reckon. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, um, he's he's kind of the prototypical reason why they don't do that GM, head of basketball operations, and coach thing anymore. Yeah, because he he was just so he mad. was just obsessed with getting guys that he liked, that he'd played yeah. that that he'd coached or that he'd coached against, and it's like sometimes mm. you need that separation. Yeah, um, yeah, hundred percent. And you kind of need the GM to get the best players available, and then the coach to get the best out of those players. Yeah, you don't need Jeff Green and Paul Pierce way past their prime. No. No, you don't at all. Um, and as a pained Clippers fan, I sit here in my Clippers hat and just uh, I'm keen on the future. Think of what could have keen been. on the future, though. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, bro, it's like the Cowboys. I've been telling you guys at school, blue in the face. Nah, it's this year. It's Clippers year. It's Clippers year. <laughs> no one's nah. believed you either way. Still, no. No. Nah. <laughs> they were believing me. They weren't believing me in 2015 either, my friend. Oh, mate! So... If you're gonna be a farmer, the way you milk it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, well, that's it. That's it. I got no more questions. You got anything? No, I got no more questions. Me? I hope everyone keeps sending no? them in. The, if we didn't get to your question, we'll get to it next week. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. We are running a little long for what we usually do, so let's call it here. Um, but yeah, we will be back on Mon- uh, Not Monday. We're back on Tuesday. Um, and uh, special guest on Tuesday. <laughs> Extremely excited. Um, special guest, our first. Do you want to announce or do we want to wait till closer to? No, 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 no. I want to wait till it releases. Wait till it okay, releases. Okay, okay. Uh, he's playing coy with his teasing with you. Playing coy. <laughs> but um, I, w- I will give you a little hint. Um, when you think rugby league podcasts, I guarantee you think of this man. Um, and, uh, and that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. He's, uh, he's coming on gonna be fun um all right cool let's let's do it all let's plug where we can plug at fifth and dribble twitter on instagram anchor.fm slash fifth and dribble lachlan anything you would like to say my friend give us a like give us a follow give us a question yep like follow question five star where you can five star um share where you can share uh we would greatly appreciate that and uh we'll catch you in the very next one we'll catch you then See you later, guys. Bye.